Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. Listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio at the wood table. You can hear it. That's it. That's that wood table. Joined as always by Randy Angston. What's up, filthy pump? Ooh, good day, sir. Good day. Yeah, filthy pump. It's been a good, it's been a long time since I had a nice, good filthy pump. We need to do it like an Armageddon day or something. What was that? Those old school, just like hard arm burn. Oh, arm burn. Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, real quick announcement, guys. Fitprogrowsummit.com. Tickets are on sale, going quickly. Uh, if you're interested, May 19th through 21st, Franklin, Tennessee. Love to see you there. All right, let's get into this episode. All right, so for today, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about time, auditing your time, finding where your time is spent. Um, mm. In our coaching program, one of the biggest things, I mean, you guys are business owners. I'm sure you've, you've said it 100 times yourself. I don't have the time, right? Well, we all know that we've got 24 hours in a day. It's how we make the most use of our time that really differentiates kind of the, the top performers from, from the bunch. And so um, in the coaching group I am part of, we were tasked a couple of weeks ago with the, well, we were given the task of auditing our time, seeing where our time spent. And uh, for me, it was a big eye opener because this is something that we teach our clients. This is something that uh, I'm aware of, right? These are our habits and, and practices and things that, that you would think that we do a lot of. And so it was nice for me to see where my time was being spent. And uh, it opened up my eyes to the same things that a lot of our clients go through. I know where my time is being spent in the day, but I, I found opportunities to where I could do even better. Right. And so we'll get into some of those things, but I want to go over a couple of numbers because this shows kind of, I mean, to me, these were wild. Like these were massively eye-opening numbers um, that were shared with me through from my coach and then we're going to pass them on to you guys. But um, the average productive hours per week, uh, the majority, the 90% of the working class actually spends on productive areas of business moving the needle forward for the business. 90, the 90 percentile, only 2.5 hours per day is considered productive or useful. That to me is insane. That's in a week's, a work week, that's 12.5 hours of actual productive work. And so get, And they're getting paid for 40. Well, they're getting paid for 40, but at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know if it's the business or the individual that's the to fault, right? Yeah, and that so, depends, you yeah. know what I mean? They're, like, they're, 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 that's not enough data for us to decide, if, is it the person? I mean, this is the 90 percentile. This is the majority of people out there. Wow. So you have to assume that there's business to be you know, responsible as well. Well, if only 12.5 hours a week are actually spent on production, what, where, where are they going, right? Um, some of, so another massively eye-opening one, 27% of the, ta- the time spent is only 27% is on tasks that the employees were trained and hired to do in the first place. So over three quarters of our workday is spent on doing things to support why we're in that position in the first place. Like that is how we, we, we end up in that position is mind blowing. So, um, and again, I wanted to just get through some of these kind of 
eye-opening ones, and we'll get into more of the tactics and how we can what, what we can do about it. But uh, ten percent of each week spent on duplicate tasks. How when have you started something? Phone rings, and you're like, ah, oh, crap, where was I? Go start over. Go right back to the beginning. Right. Yeah. We've done it with ad campaigns or writing copy, all sorts of things. But ten percent of every week. 37% of meetings are considered unnecessary or unproductive. Mm -hmm. That is massive. So either you're you're in the wrong meeting, right? Maybe you're the CEO and you're discussing things that are not relevant to your position, you have no impact on. Uh, maybe you're, you know, just dragged to that marketing and uh, marketing meeting, but it doesn't matter in your, your role. So you're sitting there um, and listening quietly and you're like, why am I here? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of this I'm sure is comes from corporate America, but we, we all are guilty of this too, for sure. Um, you know, uh, we were talking beforehand, right? You no longer sit in some team meetings that you don't physically contribute to, right? Like they're just, it's just recording information for you at that point. Mm -hmm. There's no value for you to be sitting in there. Remove yourself, spend it in another time. It's what it, on other things. Um, and then, so this is, that's kind of some of the, the shocking statistics in the marketplace when it comes to where time is being spent. Um, and ideally, the whole objective is to spend the time in the areas that are going to actually matter the most for your business. And mm -hmm. so um, they also audited the top 1% of performers. And the whole kind of gist of Ben's coaching group, it's, it's called the uncommon, it's called uncommon leadership. And so it's doing the unrequired. It's doing the things on a daily basis that most people would never consider doing in their workday, their personal lives, the gym, whatever it may be, right? But to, to create that, those levels of discipline and the standard for yourself to where that becomes your norm. Mm -hmm. And so in order to be there, right, in order to reach those levels, the top 1%, 1% spends their time in, in these following categories. 42% of their time is, is spent in strategic or future planning. 26% of their time is on team and people development. 22% should be operational and only 10% left for the administrative. And so that was a big eye opener too, because in, in throughout this call, he had uh, all of us contribute to where our time is typically spent. You know, the breakdown of those four options, where are we spending our most time? And uh, the majority of the people were in the operational phase mm -hmm. and uh, myself included. And so it made sense for me in our dynamic. That's kind of our position in business. I, I, you know, I would handle more of the operational team would be more of the strategic, but for us to look at this, even as an organization, where is our time being spent? What are we, you know, do, does this breakdown reflect what we're doing with our day in order to move the needle of the business forward? And so that was a massive eye opener for me. Um, but the value of auditing your time, this is one of the first things that we work on in our coaching program with every gym owner, like I said, at the beginning. Everybody wants to be able to do more, but the problem is we're already doing things. And so auditing your time is massive. Um, they recommended either tracking with an app um, or journal, mm -hmm. things like that. There's a, a really simple app that I ended up downloading uh, per their recommendation called 8Tracker Pro. I'll put a link in the show notes. Okay. Just a simple app that allows you uh, to either uh, sync it kind of with your calendar and it'll allow you to, it'll self figure out where, you know, are you in administrative tasks? Are you doing... Um, strategic activities, or you could retro, maybe sit down at the end of the day and just kind of go over your calendar and just kind of put them into categories. Right. But ideally, you need to know where your time is being spent if you want to get if better. You, if you yeah. want to increase it. Um, my favorite saying when it comes to, I, like, I absolutely love when somebody tells me they don't have time. I love it because it's the, it's it's absolutely like, unfortunately, it's just, it's kind of a big cop out typically, right? 
And uh, my natural comeback is show me where your time is spent and I'll show you where your priorities lie. Mm -hmm. And so that right there is massive. It was massive. Before the show, we were talking about um, as simple as 30 minutes a day is one over, over your typical work month. So in a five-day work period, 30 minutes per day is over one day's production over 30 days. Yep. Think about that. If you have employees that are wasting a half hour a day, they're wasting a whole day at the end of the week, at the end, end of, of the month. month. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're not productive or, or the other end of the spectrum, think about what you could accomplish. You want to give yourself an entire day this month? Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. Don't screw up for 30 minutes. If you a make day. 30 yeah. minutes a day, like hyper productive and see the results of that. And so um, auditing your time is imperative, seeing where it's being spent, but then go through the, the, uh, the lens of automate, delegate and eliminate. As a gym owner, business owner, you have to find ways of taking some of that workload that's on your plate and de delegating those tasks so that your time can be spent on greater impact to the business, other income producing activities, areas that, you know, the team can't, or the team doesn't have the authority to, or the, the role of the business to or go the, and do or those the know -how things. Or, or the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. You're the, you're the leader of the team. There's yeah, certain I think, roles that are your responsibility. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I think the first uh, step to this is awareness. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think many, uh, at least operators that I know that mm -hmm. sit down and really are aware of where, where, you know, they go and they put fires out all day. There's no plan. They just, uh, see where the day goes, yep. you know, which way the wind's going to blow today. Uh, awareness. And then obviously doing something about it. It doesn't make any sense to be aware of it and not do anything. So, um, I know for me, there's times in my day where I'm, I'm stuck staring at the screen yeah. and nothing's going to happen unless I get up and eat something or freaking jump rope. Break or the what, cycle, yeah. right? Yeah. So being aware of those things, because you could find yourself another two hours and nothing happened, or you can take a quick break and, you know, and do what you need to do. Uh, and, and that was kind of the highlight that I got with some, some of the certain tasks, right? Like there's big things that we're working on, right? Our coaching programs transitioned. We've, we've done some changes there. The Iron Circle, the event, like we've got massive things that we're working on yeah, yeah. that aren't just day-to-day -day typical little, yeah. you know, tasks. And so for me, you know, I've shared personally, like I, being that high performer, like we live on thrive on the results, like in oh, a man. building phase, that momentum feels like stagnation. And so... I had to look at my days and I had to really get clear on like the micro things that I'm checking off, right? Like uh, I'm working on the app for their event. Yep. It, it's, it's killing me because it, it, there's nothing visual to see yet, right? It's, it's data, it's going in and then it's going to be there. Yeah. But like, you know, spending a day creating a, uh, an Excel sheet to me is like, did I, did I get anything done today? Like, is it, is right. it moving the needle? So right. I have to look, you know, I had to look at the big picture, break it down to my, my daily little tasks and activities. And just get hyper clear that I am making progress in those realms. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, if I did push those things off, then it's just kicking a can down the road and it's going to have gotta, to get done. It's going to have to get done anyway. And so, but it, it, uh, it came to awareness. And it, like, I'm not just doing office time. What am I doing in that time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because when you talk to a gym owner, they just have blocked out office time. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, I, you know, one of the things that 
and it kind of goes back to Dave Ramsey's snowball effect um, that I like when I'm when I've got a lot of stuff to do is sometimes let's just say normally we would go income producing activities first top of the list get that done um, a lot of times I'll do the easiest thing first just to get some momentum sure. cross it off it feels good right when you cross something off on your list and you keep moving forward you start building some momentum and then even I mean, granted, you don't want to push off the things that are going to move the needle to the end, you know, because that may never happen because you're doing all these little things. But um, I like a lot of irons in the fire at all times, mm-hmm. a lot of things moving on. And then I love getting th- little, things that don't need to wait or they could wait, but they can just get done right now. I like just getting it done, just crossing it off. It builds momentum. Sure. And that's that snowball effect that he talks about in his book, uh, something about getting out of debt. You, you just... Even if you have a higher interest rate uh, debt, you would still pay off the lowest uh, balance first and then move all that money to the next balance and then it just starts building and it actually works. And it's maybe not the smartest financially. Like say, it might not make, it might not put keep the most money in your pocket, but it, the momentum, yeah. th- that's where some of those things like, we have to weigh some of the logic with some of the human yeah, elements. elements. Yeah. I mean, people are people. And at the end of the day, it, it, a lot of it comes back to discipline. One of the things here that you mentioned here on this, uh, CEOs should be spending uh, 42% of their time on strategic activities. And I'm thinking in the gym business, that's pretty tough because a lot of times you're pretty constant with, with your model. Unless mm-hmm. you're going to be doing a big change, you know, a year down the road, like technically we are, <laughs> it doesn't happen all the time. Well, what, or, I mean, or, what, what, what that strategic could be the marketing. Marketing, it could be the yeah. planning, right? Yeah. It could be a mastermind. It could be development. Like, so the interesting thing there was, um, you know, I'm, I'm part of a coaching program. We are coaches. We're teaching coaches. Like the things I'm learning from them, I'm implementing in our business and it's rolling into the business of our clients. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean, who's one of the coaches who hosted the call, he said, you know, he was like, well, the strategic can be nothing more than like reading new material or like developing, like understanding the business or, you know, like those types of things. Like that is what a leader, the CEO, that's where the time needs to be spent because mm-hmm. that, that comes back. Sometimes it doesn't do anything more than create um, engaging con- conversation, right? Like we turn around and we now have the ability to ask better questions to our clients. Yeah, I get you. And, and so like, it doesn't seem like it's actually moving the needle of the business because it's not like a IPA you know, in uh, immediate return, simple understanding. KPI. KPI, yeah, exactly. IPA, you said. IPA, yeah. Um, yeah, I did. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, those are the things that actually trickle down to, re- to re- you know, client result and things sure, like that. Sure. And so um, it was, I wrote it down and I, it was one of those things I wrote like a hundred times I circled. Uh, strategic time is sacred time because that is the, that's the vision of the business. Mm-hmm. And if you're stuck in the operational, and unfortunately, this is where our clients typically are. We're stuck in the operational. You're working in the business. You're not working on the business. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to make that transition. We don't know what those activities should look like. We don't know how to get those things off our plate that we are currently spending our time on. And so all of these things have a plan. But if you're not aware of where your time's being spent, you have no idea how to get that stuff off your plate. You have no idea where your time should be spent and then how to get there. And so... A little bit of awareness goes a long way, um, but ultimately getting to that, yeah, that 42%, it is hard. It is hard. What I mean, think about it, like marketing plans, maybe JV. Um, I mean, like, what do you do to move the needle of a business? 
Well, I'm thinking about the fitness business and like things that you could do is like, okay, um, maybe we're going to change our model, our pricing or our marketing strategy. Maybe we're going to go after a new demographic. We're going to add a new program. We're going to, um, maybe the way we train is going to be different. Maybe it's, uh, the flow of the, of the training is going to be a little bit different. Like strategically, like this is the direction of the business. Here's how we get there. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, what is that? 20% is operational to do it. But yeah, the vision, the visionary, exactly. the visionary work uh, needs to happen from from the founder, the CEO type. It has to. And we went back um, in when we were part of Todd's program. We had uh, who was it on? There was another author that that spoke to us um, that wrote uh, Ready Fire Aim, and he talked about visionary and integrators. Right, yep. the visionary is the strategic a aspect of this. Yep. That's that individual who has to be that CEO, that forward facing. Um, they, they suggested 18 months ahead of where your business is today is where your focus should be as that yeah. you know, operational yeah. or that uh, strategic uh, partner. But then the operational aspect, I mean, that's all of us doing the work. You can't neglect that, right? Like Somebody's got <laughs> to be able yeah. to, to backfill and do it. Um, so having that dynamic, but that would be the, the integrator, right? And that's kind of our dynamic, right? Yeah. I have more of the, you, let's make these things, you know, operate while you're out there staying out the front of the business. And so, but to have... Uh, 42%, the big thing that it did for me is it shows how important being proactive is. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, like that oh, is yeah. the whole focus of that, that getting that person, that leader, that CEO into a proactive role, that's everything. Yeah. If, if, if you're yeah. not in that role, you're 100% reactive and you're, you're, then you're forced to be in the operational, you're, you're doing things for the business today, not where the business needs to be going. Sure. You know, it goes sure. back to the whole... Our buddy Rick with the Wayne Gretzky quote, right? Skate to where the puck's going, going not yeah. to where it's at. And so, <laughs> but, Shoot, uh, yeah. Well, let me ask you this: since uh, Jim owners are listening, it's like, okay, now they're aware. What's the best way to take uh, hold of this and change it? My my biggest recommendation is 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 you take pen to paper. I mean, you have to. So if you're aware of it, but you're not hyper aware, I mean, I, I want to know. And this is the challenge that we have for our gym owners when they work with us: is write down exactly what your time is being spent on. If you have one hour, two hours, three hours that you're doing office time, you need to be clearer than that. You need to know I'm doing follow-up emails with prospects. I'm doing sales calls. I'm doing customer service. I'm doing orientations. Whatever the hell that, that actual work is, it's not office time. It's, it's clearer than that, yeah. right? So is it marketing, sales, whatever it may be? Figure that out because it's going to roll into one of you know these categories. And then <laughs> decide what time on your, your plate can be automated, delegated, eliminated. Mm -hmm. And if it, if, you know, start there, start moving those things, right? Uh, immediately eliminate any of them. If, if you're just wasting time, eliminate them. Easiest one. Yep. Um, automate. If you've got a system in place already, keep. We're big proponents for automation, automation yeah. and our nurtures and things like that. Put it on the systems. Delegation. This is where we get to decide, you know, who on our team should be responsible for this. Go back to our last episode. Go back to the personality types. Who is the right person for that seat of the bus? start to teach them those habits. Um, in that, that was one of the things that came up. A lot of the business owners have a hard time delegating yeah. and giving up control yeah. and allowing clients, or excuse me, allowing staff to do the work. You have to let them fall. You have to let them fail. Teach them, coach them. This yeah. is the opportunity, guys. If That is probably the biggest thing about kicking the can, right? You can't take work off your plate by not trusting somebody else to go do it if you're gonna delegate. You have to allow them to right. do it, even if they don't do it right. In our business, you always talk about you know, you, you empower somebody to make the decision, yeah. take action as long as they can, can say and articulate why it was made and that it was in the belief of the best 
you know, decision for the business, then it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Right. We'll people, get through people it. get stuck not making a decision because they're afraid. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, don't, then, and then nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yep. Like, they just stay there. Like, why aren't we make a decision here? Is 10% product, productivity better than zero? Yeah, absolutely. You're still 10% better, you know? So that's so, a tough one. But yeah, it's taking action. Obviously, if this is something you guys need help with, this is, this is the area that Tim and I love to be in. So this is what we work on with our coaches. This is what I personally work on with our clients is through, you know, through our business accelerator program, winninggym.com slash coaching. There you go. Jump on a call. There you go. All right. Well, great. Great episode. Some statistics. Uh, eye-opening. Scary yeah, eye-opening. A little bit scary. A lot of that wasted time, man. I wish uh, people would be more aware. But yeah, you can you can blow off 30 minutes a day for every day of the week and end up losing a whole day every month. Absolutely. That, and I like looking at it. I mean, even if, if you don't have to frame it from like the negative side of it, look at it for... You know, what can you do with 30 minutes of, of, of hyper clear yeah. time, you know, it's, lock yourself in the office. I'll tell this one story before we get off. There was, there was a time when we were creating the business plan for mm -hmm. this business. And, uh, you know, I went to a Starbucks and I got more done in four hours and wrote the whole business plan from top to bottom in four hours than I did probably in two weeks. So I was st staring at it and trying to think about it. And then I finally just went and focused and it was amazing. Right. Yeah. You get in that flow state. There we go. And uh, yeah. Imagine if you're in that flow state every single day. We, that's, that's maybe that, that we'll talk about that one later. The flow that's state. Some good ideas. Yep. Yep. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. Hopefully that helped you. Maybe it makes you more aware and you can go jump on and, and fix some of this stuff in your business. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, join our, our Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. We can continue the conversation over there. Guys, that's it for this episode. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. Thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.